0: so dry, and they explode like dust. Suck my balls, suck my balls. You must suck my golf balls. Mommy? Yes? Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry I'm different, but you can just suck my clit and my balls. You know what? You know what? Sad word. <laughs> suck my clit and balls. I don't have to suck your balls. Before this day is over, you will suck bad balls. Suck my balls, fat ass. I will. I will suck your balls, cow. And I will get down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them dry, cow. Suck my balls, cow. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy balls.
1: Suck my balls,
0: hairy balls, hairy you balls, hairy balls. You suck, you suck your balls, hairy balls, hairy balls hairy, hairy, balls. What is that? It's my balls! How would you like to suck
2: my balls? What did you say?
0: Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... <laughs> How would you
1: like to suck my balls, Mr.
0: Gersie? Holy shit, dude.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of... Suck my balls, suck my balls. My balls, my balls. Suck and Balls. Suck my balls, a South Park review. This is episode number 94. And of course, I am one-third of the men who guide you on these South Park destinations, as you will. I'm your host in the scene where the air is clean, and I light up that green. Literally, you see that, Joe? I, light, I lit up the green. It's on the board. I did see that. Your boy, MSG. You can check me out on Twitter, on that gram, Matthew underscore Schaffer. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at South Park Pod on Facebook and Suck My Balls Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Now you're dealing with a fucking smooth operator. Goddamn right. Shout out to my boy, GDC on the Vox. Your man MSG on them keys. Cause that's how we bees. You feels it? I feels it. I feels it. All right. Well, we're back, and I'm not joined by myself. I'm with someone once again. We are back on location at his residence. In his glorious dungeon of
4: doom. I usually call it the den of delinquency. The
3: den of delinquency, as you might say. His name is Dirty Joe. How are you feeling today?
4: I'm feeling pretty good. I'm, like, really mesmerized by the lights on the board. It's almost like a game of Simon.
3: It is like a game of Simon. Like, I'm expecting this thing You tell me that I've got to, like, click red, click orange, click yellow, and then start the cycle all over again.
4: Uh, doo, 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 doo. Yeah.
3: Well, our boy, unfortunately, here, though, Scoop, as we mentioned, is not here with us. And I'll give him his little intro in a second, but I just wanted to. I just wanted to, everyone. This is Joe
1: right here.
4: You know, I was wondering why that was in your head. That's a great birthday gift, Matt. <laughs> Thanks.
3: Yeah, I, well, hey, you know what? In my defense, it's your fault. You can't just like, I'm on my way over here. Oh, yeah, you want to hang out? It's my birthday. I'm like, oh, that would have been nice if you at least had clued me in. We didn't even have to record today.
4: No, but I wanted to work All right, today. Well,
3: that's fine. I, I always
4: work on my birthday. It's your
3: birthday, but I'm just saying, we, you know, could have done this on location somewhere in the woods. I got like a roadcaster here. We could have done something right. a little bit more extravagant. Yeah. We could have drove to Fair Play. And, like, done this on location by the signs.
4: I thought we were saving that. For Wait a day. minute. We
3: have enough people to do this, though. There's two other people with us today on your birthday, and there's me and you. We can't do it, though, because you have a show tonight. Yeah. Goddamn wrestling.
4: Right. But I thought we were going to save the fair play trip for, like, the... I know. One.
3: I know. But, like, there might not be much
4: time left. Oh Who yeah. knows? knows? He, he's running out of time I'm running out of time He
3: needs more time <laughs> Well of course As we mentioned Usually we have our third guy with us He joined me last week Because we've been kind of doing Like an alternating recording Joe You of course are invited To record with me and Scoop tomorrow If you're available But I think you also Are doing something tomorrow as well Yeah so, it depends on the time They were recording at 10 So Okay you might be able to do it We don't know But Scoop will be back again For the next edition But Joe of course is back Here's talking about
1: Scoop
0: I'm a temperament,
3: Miss you buddy. We'll see you on the next episode. All right. Let's get into it though, Joe. You're gonna drive, right?
4: Yeah, hear? I'm I'm gonna drive. But re- you know my roommate had never seen that commercial until like a couple until like earlier this week. That commercial is like a year old. It is a year. In fact, and it the- came up on Monday night football, and Fuji's watching it. And he's like, Oh my god, this commercial is amazing I'm it like, yeah. have you not seen this? They just
3: updated it, Joe. They did. I've got a second. They've. I've been. We've been airing them like in different markets. Mm-hmm. There's a second now one where they brought them back, and now they're singing a different song. They still say "scoop," there it is, just oh. a different. Like they're doing different things or something like that.
4: Cool. Okay, that one I have to see. Yeah, but, like, it's a new one. Fuji was blown it away. It looked like
3: maybe they'd sponsored something, so maybe it was during like NBC. So that's interesting. I don't know. Yeah. But check out NBC's The Voice, I guess. I don't know fucking. I'm not, not We're not sponsored. By them.
4: D- don't check out the Shit, voice. Not bad. <laughs>
3: hey, if I <laughs> if I have to suffer, make them suffer with me, Joe.
4: Okay. Joy and Misery Loves Company, <sighs> I guess. Join
3: me on the voice. Join me and you will love it. All right. Oh, so yeah. we're back for probably I'd say one of the best songs in South Park history. Oh yeah, definitely. I still sing the song.
4: It's constantly. Where same were you? you know, that's it, all you have to start it out with. Just where were you? Right. It, it's almost become a meme unto itself because someone will say something and I'll just. Where were you? <laughs> but um. But this is a ladder to heaven. This is, of course,
3: suck my balls number ninety four, season six, episode twelve. Take it away, guy.
4: Ladder to Heaven, as he said, is Season 6, Episode 12, and the 91st episode overall. It aired November 6, 2002. Kenny, as we know, is dead, but what we didn't know until now was that he died with the possession of a winning ticket to an endless supply of candy in his pocket. The boys decide to build a ladder to heaven where they expect to find Kenny and get the ticket back. Yeah,
3: it's really interesting here. You know, the boys itself, they kind of start this episode running in. And I'm just setting the pace here before I click the clip here. You know, they've got buckets all on top of their head. And they're ready to rock and get this fucking candy. Oh, yeah. But they're, unfortunately, you know, they they kind of get shot down here.
0: We're the kids whose names you called on your commercial last night. We're here to do the shopping spree. Oh, that's great. You bet your fat clown as it is. Okay, well, I'll just need your ticket stub. Ticket stub? You know, when you entered the contest, you got the other half of this ticket. Oh, sh! who has the ticket stub? It was such a long time ago. We, We don't really need the ticket stub, do we? Don't need the ticket stub? Are you high? How else do I know you're the winners? Because our names were called in the commercial last night. Sorry, boys. No ticket stub, no candy shopping
3: spree. I mean, it is kind of fucked up. Obviously, their names were called and there's nobody else in the small town of Colorado named Stan Marsh, Kyle Rovalowski, and Eric Cartman.
4: What fourth grader is going to have an ID anyway? Like, I, I didn't get my first state ID until I was, like, 13 or 14. Like, I, I think I was, like, a freshman. I want to say, like,
3: I didn't even really get an ID until I was, like, 12 or 13 when I was a freshman in high school. But it wasn't even a state ID. It was a high, it was a school ID, a high school in Chatsworth. Gave, gave. Actually, did I get one in junior high? I did get one in junior high. So Actually, I did have one. That's what I'm saying, 11 or 12. So maybe that was like 6th, 7th grade. I got one.
4: Okay, yeah. And so I was in like 6th or 7th grade. But like my first state-issued one, I was okay. like... but
3: I didn't get a state-issued one until I was like 14 or 15 because I got my first job in Montana required that crap.
4: Yeah, so... The boys now. Yeah, it is at this point that they realized they gave the ticket to Kenny to hold on to before he died because the rest said they would lose it. This is funny.
0: God damn it! We've got to find that ticket. Which one of us took it? It was so long ago, I, I can't remember. And we've got to focus. We've got to focus and remember. All right, there you go. Hold on to that ticket stub. You'll need it to claim your prize. Sign up for the five-minute shopping spree. You hold on to this, Carmen. I might lose it. Nah, no, I'll lose it for sure. You keep track of it, Cal. Okay. No, I don't want that much responsibility. Here, You hold on to it, Kenny. Okay. Kenny! Ah!
3: Joe, do you know what this means?
4: This means that Kenny had the ticket when he died. But do you know what that also means? It means they have to go see the McCormick's.
3: And one more thing. It's the return of what did Kenny say on this episode? It's oh. coming back, ladies and gentlemen, later on in the episode. It's the return of after like months, dude. We haven't done it. Yeah, we
4: haven't done and- it. And- like, luckily, we have the Cartman translation for most of it. We do have the Cartman translation. I'm not poor, you fat fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll get into it then, but yeah. go on. Upon visiting Kenny's house, it is shown that Kenny has been cremated and his ashes were put in an urn, which might explain why he hasn't come back to life yet. Mm. Um, the oh. I never th- really thought of that until because, like... He's
3: always able to usually come back to life. Right. But he can't come back to life if his his whole body has been burned and then he's been stored in an urn. And just like the Undertaker, you can't be out let, you can't be let out of the urn until you have a oh, Paul Bear.
1: Oh yes, my, my Undertaker. Undertaker. Right.
3: You can't let anybody out yet until you have your Paul Bear. So Carmen is technically going to end up being his Paul
4: Bear. Paul Bear. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is shown, as I said, that Kenny was cremated and of course put into an urn. Not a coffee can like some other great, great movies. The boys had never heard of a cremation, and after they steal the urn from Kenny's house, they expect to find Kenny's body in the urn. (laughs) We haven't seen you boys for so long. We thought you'd forgotten all about him.
0: Here he is, boys, our dear little Kenny.
3: You turned him into a teapot? (laughs) No, that's an urn, boys. Kenny's inside it.
0: Your friends are here to see you, Kenny. They miss you an awful lot, like we all do.
2: <laughs> Thanks for coming by, boys. It it, it means a lot to us.
4: <laughs> oh now, honey. Oh now, honey. Oh god. Um they are disappointed when they find nothing but ashes, which Stan Kyle and Cartman assume is a chocolate milk mix. Cartman mixes the ashes with plain milk and drinks it, therefore drinking Kenny. Okay. First off,
3: I want to, before we click this, I love chocolate milk. So I'm not mad that he didn't try. You know, I'm the kind of guy that, like, I will walk to 7-Eleven at 11.30 at night just to get chocolate milk. I was on a date in high school where the girl asked me out to the dance, and Mm -hmm. I made it stop and get chocolate milk on this date. I will not be separated
4: from the milk Plus chocolate, you, you need the chalky milk. You need that chalky milk. See, it, and like, here's my question: Have you ever seen cremains, what? like cremated remains, like the remain? The, it's called cremains. Oh,
3: have I ever seen cremains? Like after it's done, or like in yeah. the urn?
4: Uh, like in the urn, basically. Basically, after it's yeah, my mom's
3: parents or forever. my mom's, yeah, my mom's parents, she had them in the urns, oh, and then she like spread the, she wants to spread their ashes or, on the beach like they're doing that on the next vacation or something like that.
4: Oh, that's very nice. Um, My mom's doing the same, Becky's with my grandparents at some point, I think. But like, I've, the point is, you and I have both seen the ashes. I don't think I could ever, ever mistake it for chocolate yeah, milk no, powder. I would,
3: I would not mistake that for yeah.
4: chocolate and, and I mean, like at the time you know, I, even now it's suspension of disbelief. But, like, I, I just start thinking about that from, like, how the, like, even, like, Cartman of all people being the food aficionado that he is right, should realize, well, like. Maybe
3: that's why he was willing to take that opportunity and see what it, what it was. I mean, in my, in my opinion, and I'm going to make this declaration here, chocolate milk is the most fantastic drink I've ever had in my life. And, furthermore, I left Dairy Joe. For about four years, or maybe five years, actually. I stopped drinking chocolate milk. Like I was drinking chocolate almond milk, tried chocolate oat milk, chocolate hemp milk, chocolate soy milk. Chocolate soy milk's not bad. But in the end, about a month ago, I had a glass of chocolate milk, regular chocolate milk. Nope. I went right back. Yeah. Right back to, I was like, all right, buying a gallon of milk and I'm making some fucking chocolate milk. And it's been game on since. So. Oh, yes. The declaration has been set forth. All right, sorry, we're going off on a tangent. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. But right. let me go ahead and click this click so you can hear what happens when Cartman drinks Kenny.
0: All right, we made it. Kenny better have the ticket stub with him in there. Let him out, Cartman. Kenny? Kenny? Is he in there? I can't see. What the hell is this? Chocolate milk mix? I knew Kenny couldn't fit in that teapot. It was a trick. God damn it, this isn't even good chocolate milk mix. Kenny's parents must be laughing pretty hard about now. We were dumb enough to believe Kenny's body could be in a teapot. Why would they play such a cruel joke on us? Because they're poor, Kyle. Poor people don't have anything better to do than piss other people off. Don't you watch, Springer? We just have to face it. We're not gonna get Kenny back and we're not gonna have our shopping spree. It's over. God damn it, there has to be a way.
1: Hmm.
3: Yeah, Cartman's trying it here. Yeah,
4: not bad <laughs> not bad
3: oh my goodness
4: Oh hey
3: poor people have nothing better to do that's fucked up but it's kind of funny
4: it, it really is um so at this point the boys have decided to build a ladder to heaven to find Kenny so he can tell them where the ticket is oh my gosh this is pretty good I think
0: come on! What? Jesus, you butthos! It's six in the morning. Kyle figured out a way to get our winning ticket stub back from Kenny. How? A ladder to heaven. We build it, climb up, and get our winning ticket back from that asshole Kenny.
2: (laughs) Hey, if you boys are building a clubhouse, you should start with the floor.
0: We're not building a clubhouse. We're building a ladder to heaven.
2: A ladder to heaven? Why, Why, son?
0: Because we want to see Kenny again.
1: Oh, that's so sweet.
2: That's the saddest thing I've ever heard.
4: <laughs> oh, my God. There's
3: three minutes of that, all of that, and I've got some more in the next montage. I just can't get all of this, guys. This is a really good episode for the music and for,
4: like, all of Yeah, the, for the stuff like that. The emotional it, stuff. It really, and I'll, actually, you know what? I'll save this for the end. Okay. But, uh, uh, yeah. So, as the end of that clip was alluding to, the, boy, the adults think the boys only want to see their dead friend again and are touched by their concern, their want to see Kenny again and thinking that they can build a ladder to heaven. So,
3: yeah, this, uh, this next clip plays on that as well, with more parents
2: wondering what's going on.
1: What the hell are they doing?
2: The boys want to see their dead friend Kenny again, Jimbo, so they're building a ladder to heaven. Aww.
1: Kyle, I think
2: you've bothered the marshes enough. No, it's all right, Sheila. The boys were just building a ladder to heaven to see their old friend Kenny. A ladder to heaven? Oh, gosh.
1: Oh, Oh, that's so touching. (laughs) Ah. Ah.
4: Ah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So they went from last week with the kids being Mongolians or a couple of weeks ago, the
4: Mongolians, yeah. to
3: this. This is ridiculous.
4: <laughs> it really is. At this point, the whole country is involved in supporting the ladder to heaven and always want to capitalize on people's emotions. Alan Jackson is there to sing a new song he has he written. It is a song that will stand the test of time and stick with us all to our dying day. Now, so when they
3: go to this montage here, and I had to cut all that out, because this is, again, good about 90 seconds before they get to the good stuff here. We have the news reporter, and yes. he's all like, let's go around, let's talk to people. And there's, like, people talking in the streets, and then they keep going with this one guy.
4: Oh, my God, yeah. If the ladder to heaven was my penis, and heaven was an eight-year-old boy. And he keeps doing this throughout the episode on the different news bits. <laughs> right, and the news reporter holds up a,
3: a piece of paper static, that looks like yeah. static slate. So, yeah, they did all that beforehand, and then they're interviewing. This, my favorite part starts with this with Mr. Garrison when he gets to the point where he gets interviewed here.
2: A ladder to heaven, that's f***ing stupid. These boys <laughs> <laughs> so symbolize how we all feel about loss. Who are we to tell them it's impossible? Tom, people from, all over the, sorry, people from all over the country are coming to see the ladder, feeling a connection to its symbolism ah, and beauty. Even country singer Alan Jackson has shown up with a song he has written about the ladder. Alan Jackson is, of course, the man who wrote the song Where Were You When the World Stopped Turning about the tragedies on September 11th, and now he's here once again to capitalize on people's emotions. Let's listen in. Where were you when they built the ladder to heaven? Did it make you feel like crying, or did you think think it it was kind of gay? What a beautiful song. Well, I for one believe in the ladder to heaven.
1: 911. Oh, I said 911,
2: 911,
4: 911, 9, nine. 11. Joe. <laughs> And uh, 20. Well, 19 years after the fact. 20 years after the fact with the actual mm-hmm. incident. I'm kind of. Happy that Matt and Trey really didn't wait all that long before going after. And, like, they were at least tasteful with their 9-11 jokes. But I I think it was, like, one of the first times where they – not they necessarily, but, like, the media in general just, like, went into a taboo and it kind of – Helped with things and ever like, you know, no one was making Pearl Harbor jokes back in the day. I feel
3: like this was going to be kind of my point later on, too. Like,
4: <laughs> no, you're fine. No, you're good. Because that was how that
3: was my thought as well. I was like, man, I remember being a kid. And I'll, I'll get into it more later. But I have a story about being a kid and what how I was thinking about Because, I mean, I've mentioned that I was, you know, I watched it live as a seventh grader. So, like, I had a thought process when I saw this next year. And, like, you know, overall, you know, the crux of it is, you know, I felt better after watching this episode. Because they did a good job. Of making you laugh.
4: yeah, Oh, yeah. Uh making you smile. Making you chuckle, Joe. Making you feel kind of gay. Making you feel kind of gay. And dude. I mean gay in, like, the original, like, 1890s. I mean, you can be things. gay whatever way. I don't yeah. care. Hey. Uh, hey. I mean, like, ha- happy and... Oh, well, happy and gay here. Like, like we'll have a gay old-time Flintstone yeah. style. Yeah. All right. All, right. All right. Anyway, moving on. The boys at this point, have run out of stuff to build a ladder. And it is now that the adults consider telling them the truth that they're not actually going to reach heaven. But now since the Japanese have built their own mm-hmm. tower to heaven, ladder to heaven, at a growing rate of a 1,000 miles a day. That's
3: right, dude. They were like showing yeah. it like they were in the sky.
4: Yeah, that thing looked like a skyscraper after one day. It was great. The U.S. military arrives and starts to build a reinforced tower in order to beat the Japanese to heaven.
3: Yeah, like, again, longer clip here, but you already broke it kind of down there. The Japanese people have said they're going to build their own ladder, and they are already into space. Uh, at least that's what they show.
4: Yes. We don't
3: know. But here's that clip of then the boys beginning to run out of objects, and then the U.S. Army
2: steps in.
0: We ran out of stuff to build a ladder with. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus, No.
2: Where were you when they ran out of stuff to build, build a ladder, ladder to heaven?
0: We can keep going, but we need to start tearing down houses for wood.
2: No! Uh, look, I, I think maybe this has gone far enough. Yeah. It's time we told the boys
3: the truth, that they aren't really going to get to heaven.
2: Wait! Look. We've come to help you beat those Japs, boys. There won't be anyone stopping this great ladder from being built today. Yeah! Alpha team, get that support structure up! Surveillance team, get us photos and recon! Yes, sir! Where were you when they saved that ladder
4: to hell?
0: Man, I can't believe how much people want us to get our winning ticket back! Candy shopping sprees have that effect on people, Cal. have that effect on
4: people, Oh, man. Now, at the White House, suspicious photos... Taken of heavenly clouds are shown to the president, indicating a potential factory making weapons of mass destruction run by Saddam Hussein, who is now dead and permanently living in heaven after being banished there by Satan and God doing him a solid. The U.S. decides to bomb heaven, believing Hussein to be building nuclear warheads there. We'll talk about that continuity
3: more later on, but yes, definitely first appearance of Saddam Hussein since Satan abolished him to uh, heaven after he, got, he asked God for the favor. Uh, but yeah, let's go to that uh, clip here, and uh, we'll talk about what happens after.
0: What did you say? I said shut up, Cartman, you blood-belching vagina! Did I just call myself a blood-belching vagina? Dude, what the hell is wrong with you? I don't know, I just I keep feeling like I'm Kenny, seeing memories through his eyes. You're too fat to be Kenny. You're a stupid Jew. Let's just keep building. We only have five more days until the shopping spree.
2: All right, how's the ladder going, General? Are we beating the Japanese? Not quite, but we have a new problem, Mr. President. Our recon team on the ladder just found new evidence of threats from Saddam Hussein. Saddam Hussein, but we killed him. We secretly took him out months ago. Yes, sir. And now we believe that he's building weapons of mass destruction in heaven. Dear Christ, that son of a bitch just doesn't stop. These surveillance photos were taken atop the ladder of what appears to be heaven. Here we see what we believe to be a missile silo. And here we see what looks like a laboratory of some sort for making chemical weapons. That kind of looks like a seagull. Yes, it could be a laboratory disguised as a seagull. <laughs> that tricky bastard. <laughs> Sir, you must understand our fears. We must take out those facilities. We must bomb heaven.
4: You're a stupid yeah, you're stupid, too.
3: <laughs> oh, Cartman, oh, I love you. You're funny. Yep. But, yes, Cartman, they're prof- prophesizing a little bit there. You yep. know.
4: And uh, as it was um, alluded to in that last sound clip, and- Cartman is now channeling Kenny. Yes. So while the adults try to tell the boys to get back to their lives, The boys have instead expressed an urgency to see Kenny. The adults then inform them about Kenny's cremation, and when they try to show them Kenny's ashes, they discover they've been replaced by kitty litter. It's then that Cartman admits that he drank Kenny's ashes to the disgust of others and the anger of Leanne Cartman, who admonishes Cartman for drinking the ashes.
0: You see, boys, Kenny is in here. What the... Wait a minute! This is kitty litter! Alright, alright, I drank the chocolate milk mix and replaced it with kitty litter. You what? Dude, don't you know what this means? You drank kitty! Shut up. You did, dude! You drank his whole body! Shut up! Oh, my God! This is awful! And disgusting! Bad, Eric, bad. That explains it. Why, I'm having Kenny's memories all the time. His soul is inside me. Well, so much for a winning ticket. Carmen probably drank that with the rest of Kenny. Yeah, good job, badass. I can't live like this. I, I have to find a place where they remove living souls from your body. <laughs>
3: <laughs> There's only one place to go in South Park, Joe, to remove living souls from your body. Where's that?
4: The abortion clinic.
3: Oh, okay. What, so what happens next?
4: He goes there to try to get rid of Kennedy kennedy kenny from his body uh the argument he has with the nurse there causes a woman to reconsider her own abortion which angers her boyfriend significant other whatever the hell he is who clocks him in the face and leading cartman to remember where the ticket is right
3: exactly so basically cartman is arguing the fact that he wants to get his abortion gets it sucked up out of him which we'll go to here and uh, when the, when this chick overhears it, she decides not to get an abortion.
0: Looks like I've come to the right place. Can I help you? Yes, hello. I have a living thing inside of me that I need sucked out, please. You'll have to make
2: an appointment. The charge is
0: $230. $230? I just want you to vacuum him out of me and not put him up in a condominium.
2: <laughs> it's gonna be okay, babe.
0: Listen, lady, you gotta get this crap out of me. I don't want him in me anymore. Just suck him up and throw him out. Oh, Steven, I can't go through with this. I have to keep it. <laughs> uh, damn it,
2: damn it. <laughs> Thanks a lot, kid.
3: Hey! Now we're going to go to Cartman's flashback here. Kenny,
0: Kenny, Kenny, Kenny Lonely's Candyland is giving away a shopping spree. Shopping spree. We're all going to pitch in on an entry. 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 All right, there you go. Hold on to that ticket stub. Ticket stub, ticket stub. Ticket Hold on to this, Carmen. Ticket I might lose it. Lose it. No, I'll lose it for sure. You keep track of it, cow, of it, cow, of it. No, I don't want that much responsibility. Billy. Here, yeah. you hold on to it, Kenny. Kenny. Okay. Okay. You better not lose that ticket, Kenny, as yes, I'll kick you in the
1: net.
4: And how, like, they keep repeating themselves the for ticket. the echo.
0: Kenny didn't have it on him when he died. He put it away somewhere. Don't you see? I can still have my candy shopping spree. Oh my god, you guys!
3: <laughs> yes, I love the echo effects here. And then yes, the cart winner.
0: Don't do that, ticket, I'll kick you in the nuts,
4: So it is then announced on television that the Japanese have reached heaven although it is obviously set in a studio. This convinces the adults, however, that heaven is real.
0: Randy, Gerald, we, we were wrong about heaven.
2: The Japanese just reached it with their ladder. What? See for yourself. This is a Nobunaga Hirotiji reporting live from heaven. The great nation of Japan reached the heaven today about 8 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. <laughs> Therefore, heaven is now declared an official part of Japan, because we got to here first. And now for the weather in heaven, let's go to Natsuko Step. Today, weather in <laughs> heaven,
1: Party cloudy.
2: That's the news from heaven. <laughs> <laughs> the whole set breaks up. <laughs> oh, God, and we told our boys they'd never reach heaven. Kids! They actually believed this bullshit. Right? The
4: set fell apart, come on. Right? So, they continue to build the ladder to heaven, mostly the army at this point, and are preparing an attack on heaven when they spot the boys. The boys have lost interest in the ladder since they got the ticket and their candy, and all the adults are disappointed to find out that the boys were only interested in candy, to which Cartman replies... I've never heard the word only, the words only and candy in the same sentence.
3: And something I left out here in the clip, they eventually kind of do get into a cloudy area where they don't know yeah. if it's heaven yet,
4: right? Where's the beanstalk? Where's the Cloud City?
3: <laughs> Where's the Cloud City? Yes, and then that's when they realized that they didn't get it, and then they were trying to like go through the process of hitting Cartman in the back of the head with the two by four to mm-hmm. try and jog his memory as right. well.
4: And that's where they, uh, that's when. They see uh, Kenny's dad asking him what happened to his play dude and everything. Right, <laughs> and there's a giant hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's freaking hysterical. I
3: missed that one. That's yeah, good. that's
4: my number one in the episode. Uh. Kenny, what the hell happened to my, mag- my <laughs> oh, that's magazine? My girly magazine. That's right. I forgot. That's a good moment. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's
3: go to this clip where the kids actually have gotten their candy nap.
0: Uh, excuse me, everyone. Uh, we're not working on the ladder anymore. Thank you. We're done.
2: they not working on the ladder, but the Japanese won't let us use theirs.
0: Kenny didn't have the ticket stub. It was in his room. So we got all our candy, and you can all go home.
2: Wait, are you saying that you boys only wanted to build a ladder to heaven so you could get some candy?
0: I've never heard the words only and candy in the same sentence before.
4: <laughs> That's a good point. You're right. Neither did I. Good point. So, the boys at this point explain that heaven is not some white, fluffy place. In fact, Kyle adds, maybe heaven is this moment right now. The general responds by ordering his subordinates to hold off on firing Johnson. heaven. Yes, sir! Get <laughs> me Bill Gates! Fire on my command! Yes, sir! Have you ever heard of the Emancipation Project? I don't listen to hip-hop. I don't listen to hip-hop! The general responds to hold off on firing heaven. And instead, he orders an issue to fire on this moment right now. Before he does, Brandy stops him and says, instead of waiting to get into heaven, we should be trying to create heaven here on earth. The crowd sighs in acknowledgement of this pithy truth and disperses. Now we think maybe heaven
0: isn't a place you can get to. Maybe heaven is just an idea, a frame of mind, or, or something gay like that. Maybe heaven is this moment right now.
2: So you're saying we should bomb this moment right now? Right, Johnson! There! No, no, we shouldn't bomb anybody. These boys are right. The only heaven we can hope for is one here on Earth. Now, we should stop waiting to get into heaven and start trying to create
4: it. Aww! Aww! Aww. Aww. So, the boys are about to go home to enjoy their candy when Kenny starts speaking through Cartman.
2: Where were you when they decided heaven was a more intangible idea and couldn't, you couldn't really get there?
0: You little bastards ruined my latest song! Well, I'm sure glad this is all over with. Let's go count our candy. Yeah, but what about Kenny? His soul is still in Cartman's body. No, no, I just drank his memories. I'm not sharing my body with that poor piece of crap. Stop calling me poor, you fat dick! Oh, Jesus Christ. Whoa. Kenny, you in there? Stop it! Where am I, you guys? Oh, God! Dude, come back here! Stop him, Kenny!
4: (laughs) So, the episode then goes back to a shot of heaven, where we find out that Saddam Hussein is actually building a factory to manufacture weapons of mass destruction. It is disguised as Saddam's Heavenly Chocolate Chip Factory. When God suspects this, Hussein uses reverse psychology by saying, look, God, if I was building— you'd do it better than I do, but look, God, if—go ahead. I don't think i do it better. I think oh. you do it better. Look, God, if I was building a chemical weapons plant, I wouldn't make it look like a chemical weapons plant, would I? No. Yeah. I'd make it look like a chocolate chip factory, which God promptly falls for, which leads to Saddam exiting laughing as he's a hey, stupid asshole.
2: Stupid asshole.
4: Saddam, Saddam. I've been
2: hearing rumors that you're secretly building weapons of mass destruction up here.
0: Weapons of mass destruction? No! This is a chocolate chip factory. See?
2: It looks like a chemical weapons plant.
0: Look, God, if I was going to secretly build a chemical weapons plant, I wouldn't make it look like a chemical weapons plant, would I? I'd make it look like a chocolate chip factory or something.
2: Alright, just checking. (laughs)
3: God, so
0: trusting.
3: <laughs> well, there you go, guys. That is your full recap here of this episode. We're going to go to a word from our sponsors and we'll be right back. So, we just want to take this time out to recognize our sponsor, the Baked Boys Club. Bigboysclub.com provides you with all of the sickest apparel available for all your cannabis related merchandise representation needs. My boy here, Ian.
4: Back. How you doing, dude? I'm
3: (laughs) I mean, he's baked. We're baked. Yeah, just chilling. You know, big boys club. Man, I mean, they've got some sick ass merch, dude.
4: Like hats. Yeah, I just ordered the big mystery box with the hat, the two shirts. I'm jealous. And the sticker. Like all the. Using our coupon, it brought it down to forty-seven,
1: baby. Oh my
3: God! Go to suck my balls. Code if you enter that in at bigboysclub.com, put that in their coupon code. Is what I was gonna say on the payment page. Yes. Or a little date. We want you to be baked with us. So join the club. Go to bigboysclub.com. Not just a brand. It's the lifestyle. A light. <laughs> and we're back, and once again. Shout out to our sponsor there, thebakeboysclub.com. Use our code suckmyballspod, and you'll actually save 20% off your order. A
4: fat dub. A fat dub. Oh, you'll save
3: 20% off your order. Bake Boys Club. Not just a brand. It's a lifestyle. Again, bakeboysclub.com. Use the code Pod. All right, Joe. It's been a while, ladies and gentlemen, since we've been able to do something so brilliant, so amazing, so... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's the return of What
4: Did Kenny Say? We're back, Joe. In this back. What? I missed
3: it. What did Kenny say? So the reason why we brought it back is because Kenny actually is in this episode. And we'll start off here in the flashback number two here. Kenny arrives at the bus stop, and Kyle says, hey, Kenny. Stan says, hey, Kenny. And Kenny says, uh, we can watch it at my house. And Cartman says, uh, in the ghetto, in the ghetto. He's a boy wearing orange, losing his pride, because Kenny's whole fan resides in the ghetto, in the ghetto. And then uh, Kenny points, of course, an accusing finger. at Cartman and says, shut up, Cartman, you blood-belching vagina. Cartman says, what'd you say? And Kenny says, I said, shut up, Cartman, you blood, belching vagina. As we mentioned there. And then Cartman goes on to say, what did you say? And he says it out loud. Did I just say blood, belching vagina, j- out loud? And uh, Kyle says, you're too fat to be Kenny. So we went over that. And uh, later on, uh, Cartman, as we mentioned, says, uh, you're a stupid Jew. Now, you pointed out there might have been another point in what did Kenny say. Or is
4: that the only line that you know? Um, I really think they're... Was, there may have been the line when he was having the flashback where his dad was yelling at him, asking what happened to the porno man. Oh, that's
3: right. The healing, he said maybe okay a couple yeah. of times, or I don't know.
4: Yeah, it was the usual shit we cut out.
3: All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for the returning edition of What Did Kenny Say? <sighs> man, it felt good to do that. I haven't done that in a while. I haven't got to. I haven't got to see watching anything. You know what I'm saying, right? All right. Well, let's get into some trivia here. I'll break some of this down here. So this is, of course, the second episode that was not aired in Japan. Joe, first being Chimpo, come on. The only thing I can think about why it wouldn't have been aired in Japan for two reasons. One, obviously, they make fun of the Japanese here building a ladder and then not having the proper. Equipment and the set falls apart. But the second thing I always thought maybe was a little bit religious as well. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I don't know if Japanese are all Christian or all are you Most Christian? Most of itself? them are
4: Shinto, if I remember correctly. Go. I'm not sure. So
3: I, I don't think that them um, engaging in a religious battle is something that they wanted their citizens to see. Right. Uh, although Kyle is said to be a diabetic in Cherokee hair tampons, he still buys a lot of candy. But we don't know. It might have been sugar-free candy, Right.
4: Right, it could have been.
3: Uh, Even though Cartman, Kyle, and Stan do not physically make it to heaven, they would not have found Kenny anyway since he was a Christian and not a Mormon. Of course, this concept was explained in Do the handicap Go to Hell?
4: I'm sorry, the correct answer was Was Mormon. Mormon.
3: That's, by the way, of course, where we'll get into some continuity in just a moment. Now, the McCormicks have a robot guard even though they are poor. Because when Cartman is breaking in and he's making sounds like and they're like, what are you, Cartman, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm just making, I'm taking off your bailout. He's like, there's no armored robots. Just get the freaking urn and get out of here. So he grabs the urn and as he leaves, and all of a sudden a robot guard drives on screen indicating that, yes, the McCormick's apparently are now wealthy enough to afford this. Now they could have bought it with Kenny's life insurance premium, the half million they got from Cartman as compensation for Kenny's death in Cartman land, or for just, of course, something that happened to be there for some reason. Yeah, you would think that they'd be a little bit off taken care of now, right? Half a million yeah. dollars they got for Kenny's death in Carmeland? Oh, yeah, no doubt. Like, unless they blew it all on meth and coke, bro. They probably, they probably did. That. They probably did. They probably did that. So the flashback at the beginning of the episode about who had the ticket marks Kenny's first appearance since Kenny died. And one of the two episodes in season six to feature Kenny, with the other being Red Slay down, where he returns permanently. Starting with this episode. Tweak-Tweak would cease to be seen with the other boys. He would be seen with the boys two more times very briefly, but on neither occasion was he the fourth member. Now, the list of flags seen in front of the United Nations building was Suriname, Ireland, South Korea, Cameroon, Egypt, India, Japan, Saudi Arabia, jamaica belgium uk france turkey and of course the united states they also included a rainbow flag a pirate flag and a rastafari flag which i mean they really could have just included an african or ethiopian flag really is what they're probably referencing there because the rastafari colors are not dictated by just the colors itself it's actually derivative from african colors that being red green gold and black uh the flag uh, the flags of brazil how do you pronounce that again?
4: Suriname. Suriname.
3: Ireland, Egypt, India, and the and the Ethiopian flag. I'm going to start saying were are repeated. Like why do they put Rastafari flag? That's a little bit illiterate. Just, yeah, oh, I should have looked that up. Uh, all flags were correctly drawn except for South Korea, where it is missing trigrams on the hoist side. A still from this episode was featured on the cover of an issue of Reason magazine. The name of this episode is a possible reference to the Led Zeppelin song Stairway to Heaven. Great song. The candy store is called Lolly's Candy Factory. The term lolly can be short, of course, for lollipop, and it is also sing- the singular of lollies, the Australian word for candy. And to wrap this up in some continuity, this is, of course, Saddam Hussein's first appearance in two seasons. Stuart McCormack. The field reporter mentioned that Kenny died last December. This is, of course, referencing his death in Kenny Dies, where he died of terminal disease. The episode itself actually did air in December as well. Uh, when Stan, Kyle, and Cartman are building the ladder to heaven, Randy thinks they are building a clubhouse. Once again, the back to season two reference you can go back and review as a clubhouse episode. A poster for Terrence and Philip, Asses of Fire, can be seen in Kenny's house in Cartman's first Kenny flashback. Asks of Fire is the central plot to South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. When President Bush is talking about Saddam Hussein's plan, he outlines the side of the plot of Do the handicap Go to Hell and Probably. And the Russell Kerr editor from the New Terrence and Phil movie trailer appears after the boys return from their candy shopping spree. This character, of course, is based on an editor that used to work at South Park Studios. And of course, as we mentioned at the top of the hour, you know, the, the handicap go to hell. And probably is the last time we saw Saddam Hussein. And that is where Satan banished him, Joe, with the help of God to heaven. It it was indeed. And at first, apparently, it looked like Saddam Hussein was going to be in his own hell. But by the end of this episode, he's got his own nuclear plant
4: in heaven. Yeah. And it looks like he's got all the Mormons working for him. It looks like. Joe, tell us some of your top likes. Um, the, uh, the flashback with the whole out and Stuart McCormick's porno mag is probably my favorite uh, sight <laughs> gag or joke in the whole episode.
3: Mine's probably going to be the Where Were You Ladder to Heaven song. Yeah,
4: the Alan Jackson one definitely sticks. Um, this one is definitely a top 50 or so, maybe maybe somewhere in the mid-40s or so. It's definitely a banger. There is some better than it, but...
3: No, I would agree. This is definitely yeah. in my top 50. I mean, there was a lot of moments that I really enjoyed here in this episode as well. You've got Cartman drinking Kenny's milk. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, you've got the parents acting ridiculously. Oh, they're build a ladder to heaven. That's the most mm. adorable thing of a sad thing mm. I've ever heard.
4: Yeah, and, like, the whole episode more or less seems... Like they're ripping off one of those Hallmark movies. Mm, okay, you know, oh, oh, their fr- their friend died, so now they're building a ladder to heaven. Coming up next on the Hallmark Channel.
3: Coming up next on the Hallmark Channel. That, that's a that's a good point. I would also say, um, you know, we must bomb heaven. I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, we must bomb heaven, Johnson. Bomb this moment right now, yes, sir. Um, I don't know if there was anything too much I didn't like. I mean, what about you?
4: No, I can't really think of anything I disliked, honestly. Like I, like I said, it, it it's a pretty banger episode. There are some that are better than it, but there are far more that aren't as good.
3: Yeah, no, I agree. Oh, you know, I also like Cartman's line of I've never heard the word only in candy in the same sentence before. Like he was, right. I've never heard you
4: only candy in right. That's like me when uh, someone first had to explain the concept of last call to the Vegas kid. I'm like, wait, so you can't drink at the bar, but you can still go to the gas station and buy beer, right? No, you can't. What? You can't buy alcohol? the fuck is wrong with this place? I also
3: like when Cartman says at the beginning of the episode, you turn him into a teapot? Yeah. <laughs> and then they Ooh, run with it later. Yeah. <laughs> they run with it later. They're like, you turned me to 85 mom." <laughs> Great episode. This is a definitely, again, like we mentioned, probably one of our top fifties and overall, uh, a classic episode. Yeah. It pokes fun at the nine 11 type situation in a, on uh, like a kind of therapeutic way. They mm-hmm. didn't wait 22.5 years like they could with AIDS,
4: Right. And I think they weren't. And the reason it worked is, they were making fun of the 911 exploitation as opposed to 911 there yeah. was a
3: lot of that 9, especially like i don't know i lived, I lived in california mm-hmm. so i can only speak to my area at the time there was a lot of like you know just secondhand people on the street selling american flags oh yeah like no that's doubt that's how deep yeah. it went of like this hustle of trying to like you know yeah. prioritize and make money off nationalism
4: yeah exactly so well, I think that's it,
3: uh, guys, for another edition of
4: Suck my balls, suck my balls
1: My balls, my balls, suck them
3: dry My balls, my balls, suck dry As I mentioned at the top of the show, I'm your host and scene Where the air is clean And I'm like up that fucking green That fucking green yeah, boy MSG Follow me On Twitter On the gram At Matthew Underscore chef. Joe, what's going on in your little
4: freaking world day? Um, the weekend of October 9th will be DCW Wrestling at the Gateway in Salt Lake City, Utah. A couple other shows coming up closer to the end of October. But I just uh, wanted to take a quick minute. If you can go to the uh, Primo's Premier Pro Wrestling Facebook page... Or it's probably on the Instagram and Twitter as well. There is a GoFundMe link. One of our wrestlers had a severe injury. We're doing what we can to uh, help cover what bills we can. And if you could give to it or at least give it a share, really be appreciated.
3: That's right, guys. So go to just Primos Pro Wrestling on you know, Facebook, Twitter. Type it in. I'm sure it's been picked up by a couple of sources now. So I'm sure you can find the GoFundMe link itself. I don't see. I haven't seen the footage, but I saw somebody picked up the GoFundMe link on one of the wrestling sites. So I'm sure you can find it. Just Google it, uh, Primos Pro Wrestling, and uh, if you can donate, share, you know, let your friends know. If they can. They would appreciate it. Well, guys, this has been another edition of. We'll be back next week and I'll be here with my boy Scoop.
0: Great you guys. I'm going here.
1: better